Ignite your best life. Yoga is the spark. You're listening to Brett Larkin on the podcast where we use yoga to ignite your dream life. Always be stretching your body, your mind, your spirit. When you come to your mat, your movement fuels your motivation. You channel your inner power. You achieve your goals. Want to deepen your yoga practice and blossom into your best self on and off the mat? Join Brett and her membership community Uplifted for monthly training plans, personalized feedback on your yoga poses, member-only videos, and the ability to download classes across every device. I'm Brett Larkin. I want to help you ignite your best life through the power of yoga. Try it free at brettlarkin.com uplifted. Get inspired today. Hello and welcome. This episode of the podcast is all about thinking. Yes, that's right. I've been thinking a lot about thinking and what I want to impart to you here is that what we think is so important. It's really easy in our life to have what I call passive thinking or idle thinking, right? We also call this in yoga like your monkey mind. Your your mind's just wandering. You're not really thinking about what you're thinking. To think purposefully and intentionally is a huge skill. And the yoga practice really wants us to guard our thoughts and really wants us to think about what we're thinking about. If you look at the yoga sutras as a text, it's very clear in there. Patanjali really says, you know, if there's negative thoughts or people are saying negative things that you want to remove yourself. You know, if you're thinking negative thoughts, you want to think positive thoughts. You know, like he, he really breaks it down and there's a recipe there in the yoga philosophy. And I think something that a lot of us overlook is that this concept of, you know, this is a skill. This is not something we're born knowing how to do. It's not like there's just like positive people, people who naturally think positively and people who are, you know, tend to think negatively Thinking positively is a learned skill just like soccer or baseball or doing yoga. What we think has power over us. It has the power to uplift us or it has the power to break us and take us down. So your thoughts affect what we call in yoga your aura, your energy. It affects how you interact with the universe around you. It affects who you are. When you let unconscious thoughts or attitudes go around and around in your head without controlling them, no matter what they are, good or bad, they basically have the ability to sink into your heart and affect your energy. And that's dictating who you are in the world. Your thoughts are becoming your character. Your thoughts are becoming how you respond to the world around you. Your thoughts dictate how you respond to a challenge, right? If you were thinking a lot of negative thoughts and then something goes wrong, you're more likely to respond negatively. Whereas previously, if you were thinking a lot of positive thoughts, you know, you're going to see that negative thing in a completely different light. Your thoughts really are how you respond, not just in life, but in your relationships and how you respond to adversity. When you walk around thinking, I'm unlucky, I'm late, I've done everything wrong, today is so hard, that's how people and the universe are going to treat you, as a victim. 
because that's what you've allowed to seep into your heart, your energy field, your aura, your DNA. We are energetic beings. And hopefully if you're doing yoga with me on YouTube, you understand that. If you've meditated with me, you get that. Or you've at least felt a glimpse of that, perhaps in Shavasana. We are energetic beings. We have the power to shift and change our energy through our breathing at any moment. So even people who've never set foot on a yoga mat, who have no awareness of this, are picking up on your energy all the time, big time. And you can see this, for example, with children, right? Children maybe haven't studied yoga or all the philosophy that you're maybe diving into if you're part of my community, but they know right away just by body language and the tone of an adult's voice if that adult is angry or calm or happy or receptive. So even people who aren't yogis are picking up on your energy in a very real way. And your energy is dictated by your thoughts, by the thoughts you're thinking about yourself, by the thoughts you're thinking about the world right now. Who you are becoming is what you're thinking. Who you're going to be five years from now is what you've been dwelling on and what you've been meditating on and what you've been thinking about right now. Please know, our thoughts have power over us. So you want to guard your thoughts. Out of your thoughts flow the issues of your whole life and the response and the direction your life is going to take. It's that powerful. It's that important. And here's the best news. No one can control your thoughts. No one can control what you choose to think about. That is 100% your choice. And it's perhaps the only thing in life that we really can truly control. It's true. Someone can put a thought into your mind. Perhaps you weren't worrying about something. Someone brought it up and now you're worrying about it. Someone can also say something mean to you. You can see something disturbing or troubling sometimes. So then the question becomes, what do you do with that thought now that it's entered your system? You need to be diligent about it. You need to recognize what you're thinking about and what you're allowing yourself to think about. And if, the, if you're wondering how, you know, especially how to do this if someone says something mean or you see something troubling, the answer is really simple. It's to come back to your breath and to come back to your yoga practice. The answer is yoga. By slowing down our breath and moving on the breath, which is the definition of vinyasa yoga and separates yoga from any other kind of exercise, you slow down your thoughts. So your breath is like the thermostat for your mind. Right? When you, when you breathe quickly, right, you're panicked or you're rushing. You're short of breath, we say. When your breath is long and slow, usually you're peacefully sleeping or you're resting or think about your breath when you're meditating. What separates yoga from all other forms of physical exercise is that yoga uses the breath to stimulate the relaxation response in the body. It systematically slows down the mind and this enables you to find the space between your thoughts. When you notice your thoughts, you realize you not, you're not your thoughts. You realize you're the sky. Your thoughts are passing clouds. 
So coming to your mat and doing your practice or any practice, maybe a run or Tai Chi or whatever you like to do, is how you can access this power to control your mind. This is why the yoga practice changes lives. So when you see something upsetting or someone plants a troubling thought in your mind, instead of engaging in that thought or that thought pattern or what becomes that thought spiral, right? All the stories we tell ourselves. Come to your mat. And if you can't come to your mat, just take a hand on your chest and a hand on your belly and take a few long, slow, deep breaths. And remember that you are not these thoughts. You are the sky behind these thoughts and you can control where you choose to focus your attention. Your attention is currency and what you're thinking is what you're becoming. Often, thoughts can whirl around in our head while we're doing mundane tasks, right? Cleaning the shower, doing the dishes, walking the dog. And these whirlwind, seemingly innocent thoughts, you might not think that they matter, but they do. They are shaping you and they are therefore dictating your destiny. So this is a big reminder, this podcast, that you have the power to choose. There is power in choice. You can choose what you think about. And this means you get to choose the direction of your whole life. I've had people in our community who told me that they wake up and they feel awful, right? Like they can't get motivated. They can't get to their mat. They dread the day. They don't feel happy. They don't feel happy thoughts. Guess what? You don't need to feel happy to think happy. So I don't know if you've ever heard of the phrase, fake it till you make it. Or maybe you've heard of the study that talks about how if you force yourself to smile physically, it triggers activity in the brain that actually makes you happier. So your chemistry will, you know, catches up to, to the physicality of smiling which is pretty amazing, which means the physical can affect the mental. It's not just the mental affects the physical, but that's the same concept we're talking about here. Force yourself to think happy. It'll feel weird. It'll feel, it'll feel weird, right? It'll feel totally weird. And it will also feel fake. It will be awkward, right? When you feel terrible and you're saying to yourself, I feel great. I feel great. Today's a great day. Today's a great day. I'm forcing myself to smile. But slowly, slowly, you'll start to change. The body influences the mind and vice versa. So if you combine positive thinking with a consistent yoga practice, you are going to accelerate any kind of personal development work you're doing. You're going to get where you want to go in life way faster. If you dwell on negative thoughts, you become a miserable person. And being miserable is not attractive, right? Being miserable, you're not going to attract any of the people or the things that you want into your life. Remember, what you think is what you become. So I always like to share personal stories. So one that I thought I'd share here is about Snapchat. So some of you know, I was recently at a big YouTube conference in LA and I try to really use a lot of social media in my business as a YouTuber and to, 
you know, connect with people and get my message out and do yoga and find like-minded yogis. So I have a big, you know, like YouTube channel and Facebook and Facebook groups and Twitter and Instagram, but I have not really gotten into Snapchat. And when I went to this YouTube conference, everyone was all about Snapchat. There were panels on Snapchat. There was so much attention to Snapchat. And I started looking at the data and listening to other people and I began to feel very upset because I wasn't on Snapchat and I was late to the game. And I noticed right away these voices in my head, especially because I met so many people who had gotten on Snapchat early and were now huge Snapchat influencers and getting to connect with hundreds and thousands of people through that platform. And right away, that voice of worry and negativity took over my mind and just started saying, ugh, you missed the boat on this one. You're late. You're not good enough, right? Like all those mean things that we say to, we say to ourselves. And right away, I just shifted it. And there's no logic, right? Maybe I, I did really miss, miss the boat, but I'm not going to choose to engage in that kind of mental thought pattern. That kind of mental thought pattern is not allowed to live in my brain. No way. And instead, I told myself a different story. I started my Snapchat account. I signed in. I asked some people on my Facebook group if they used it, if they were excited about it. And I decided to tell myself a new story, which is that this is the perfect time, the perfect moment for me to get on Snapchat. There's so many reasons it's the perfect time. I've already had some experience doing live video through all the work I've done with Periscope. The platform's really taking off and instead of starting from scratch, I'm learning all about it at this cool conference so I have a huge leg up. And I just reframed the whole story from something that was very negative and down on myself to all of a sudden just looking at the glass being half full. I didn't actually feel that way. I just started thinking it, decided to tell myself a new story, forced the new story on myself, and now that's what I think. So you have a choice every day. Sometimes I also wake up and I feel totally overwhelmed and I dread my day. And I know I have a choice, right? I can wake up and I can say, I have a lot to do today, but I'm positive and I hope I can get it done and I'm trusting the universe and I believe I'm here for a reason and I believe everything's unfolding at the perfect time. I believe in universal intelligence and that I'm connected to everything around me and that if I put out positive energy in this divine cosmic dance, things are just going to work out and I'm going to do the best I can with a cheerful heart. Even though I have a lot to do. And with that attitude, people, hopefully, people I know are going to be drawn to you. You become what you dwell on, and what you think about. A personal tip that you may have heard me talk about on Periscope is that I really like this analogy of blowing the whistle. So a little bit before when I talked about Snapchat and how those thoughts weren't allowed to have residence in my brain, when I catch those negative stories or negative thoughts, I like to visualize just like a policeman or a cartoon character policeman would blow a whistle really loud. I like to imagine blowing the whistle on my own thoughts. 
So this is just like me visualizing the policeman, the cop, right? Like in my brain. And he says, "Uh uh-uh, when a negative thought comes in and he blows the whistle. And I invite you to play with that analogy as well if you think it's helpful. Thinking judgmental thoughts about yourself or your life is not great. But sometimes, and I find this too, you might think judgmental thoughts about other people. Just dumb, silly things. Negative thoughts that have no place in your head. So sometimes I think negative thoughts about my ability, right? Mean comments um, that I get maybe on YouTube or online. And I just have that cop animated character blow a whistle in my head, say no, and replace it with a positive thought immediately. So if I get a negative comment on YouTube or social media, I think, you know what? It's so great that people are engaging with my stuff. That I'm big enough to have haters. That's like a huge compliment. That's a huge achievement. Sometimes my mind just thinks ridiculous, silly things. Like, like I saw someone in the bathroom the other day and she was had so much makeup on and she was putting on even more makeup. <laughs> and I felt a judgmental thought towards her. I was like, oh my gosh, how is that woman putting on more blush? And this was just like a subconscious thought that just like ran through my head. And immediately I snapped it and I said, oh my gosh, she looks so great in this pink outfit she's wearing. And she did. Her pink outfit was really cute. So even when we're looking outward, you can always replace negative with a positive. A lot of times I get emails back from people. I invite people to either collaborate with me or engage with me. And I get a no. And I immediately try to, you know, shift my disappointment, right? It's okay to feel the disappointment for a minute, but then I try to shift it and say, I'm so glad I put myself out there. I'm so proud of myself for putting myself out there and getting that no. You can think yourself into becoming whoever you want. So I ask you today on this podcast, what are you becoming with your thoughts? Who are you becoming with your thoughts? You were created. You were designed to prosper, to thrive, to be successful, to make the world a better place. We all are. But at the end of the day, you determine your destiny by the way you think. So this is basically the key (laughs) to success in your life, in your job, in your relationships. This is what being a happy person is all about. I also like to think of bitter and angry thoughts, if this is helpful for you, Bitter and angry thoughts are not just, you know, thoughts. They're trying to change who you were created to be. So when you have lack of trust or anger or suspicion, when you let those bitter thoughts dominate, they're changing the most amazing, wonderful person who you were really intended to be deep inside. So I like to think of the negative thoughts thoughts is actually covering up or burying what yoga tells us is our natural blissful state, right? The yoga sutras and yoga philosophy teach that our natural state is a state of bliss and wonder and happiness. And it's just all this junk from the outside world and our own thoughts and thinking that that keep us ignorant and forgetting that everything's actually perfect. You were designed You were intended 
to soar and rise above the challenges that you face. And there's a reason we do all these warrior poses in yoga, warrior one, warrior two, warrior three. It's because you are strong. You are a yogi. You are designed to be strong, to be a leader, to overcome. If your thoughts aren't lining up with your values and where you want to go in life, your thoughts are taking you nowhere. And not just that, they could be harming and chipping away at the wonderful person that you're supposed to show up as in the world. Your thoughts are leading you to victory or to defeat. So ask yourself, are your thoughts making you better or worse? Every thought. The choice is yours. And if you don't have a yoga or mindfulness or meditation practice, what can happen, or if you, you know, go away from your mat for a while, is that you can forget all of this. You can forget that there is a choice to be had. You can forget that you have a choice because you get so caught up in the current of your thoughts, get so caught up being, you know, in the moving clouds that you forget that you are the sky. So it's up to you. You can play either card. You can play the I'm miserable victim card or I'm a warrior card. I'm here to uplift everyone around me and I'm here to overcome. So be vigilant about what your thoughts are doing to you, who they are making you. And journaling is such a great tool for all of this work. And I have a prior podcast on journaling that I invite you and would love to have you listen to. So be the person, and this is what I'm telling myself all the time, which is why I'm saying it on this podcast, because this is all the things I'm constantly telling myself. (laughs) So I'm not, you know, talking to you. I'm in this with you. But, you know, be the person who's focusing on the good things in life, right? When we complain about a situation or we complain about other people, it's doing nothing. It's not changing them at all. It's not helpful. They don't know you're complaining about them. It's taking you down, right? When you're thinking those negative complaining thoughts, it's just going deep into you and affecting your energy. It's like drinking poison you made yourself. We have to police our thoughts. Stay on the high road, whether it's stuff going on with your friends or your relationships. Stay on the high road and let things work themselves out. Let the divine karma and dance of the universe take care of all that stuff, right? The universe has your back. Don't let your crazy mind, your crazy monkey mind, all your thoughts change you. You're a masterpiece. You're one of a kind. You're unique. You are meant to prosper and succeed in everything that you do. You have the power to fix and arrange your thoughts in the way that you want them to be. And if you're looking for more inspiration in my membership community, Uplifted, the book club that we have, the book we're reading right now, and you can try our membership totally free at brettlarkin.com forward slash uplifted. But the book club is the life-changing magic of tidying up. And there's so many cool analogies with this book and yoga and living a wonderful life. But I like to bring it up here because you can actually think of 
cleaning up the clutter in your home as like cleaning and organizing the thoughts in your head. So what do the thoughts in your head look like? Do they look like a beautiful Zen home where every thought is in its place and well-disciplined and vertically on the shelf, folded in a perfect origami cube? Or is it like the inside of a garage sale basement where everything is just falling over and insane and there's paper airplanes and dust bunnies flying all over the place, right? So... If you're interested in the Uplifted or the Book Club or the life-changing magic of tidying up, I have a podcast as, on that as well. Don't let negative thoughts steer you away from the person you want to be. All of us were meant to soar. You have the power and you have the biggest thing you need to make all of this happen, to make all your dreams come true and to really control your thinking. You have your yoga practice. You have your breathing. You have your meditation. Yoga is the key that helps us access and realize that we are not our thoughts anytime we want to by just stepping on our mat or taking a deep breath. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you thought in our, in our private Facebook group, Yoga Hacks, Yoga H-A-C-K-S community.com, Yoga Hacks community.com on Facebook. And of course, even if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, it would mean so much to me if you would subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. So much love from my heart to yours. Namaste. This episode was brought to you by Uplifted, Tribrat's membership community for people who want to enrich their life through yoga for free at brettlarkin.com uplifted. Yoga obsessed? Join Brett for yoga teacher training at brettlarkin.com train. And don't forget to give back. Like this podcast, leave a rating or review. Share this with someone you love. Remember, now is the time to dedicate yourself to what matters most. Our yoga together can ignite your destiny. Until next time, this is Brett Larkin. Always come to your mat. Always be stretching your body, your mind, your soul. From my heart to yours, namaste.